Welcome one, welcome all. Welcome to the Bricks in the Wall, the show where we try to empower you, the individual, with a metaphorical sledgehammer to tear down that allegorical wall that has been erected to keep us from the truth. And the truth is that we can we're basically superheroes. You are a superhero, I'm a superhero, Drew is a superhero. We all have special powers and talents, but we don't recognize them or learn to harness them or even realize that we have them. I think it's hilarious how in movies People love comic mo movies, but I think it's because subconsciously, I think a lot of us know that there's something to it. You know, what do you think about the myths of old, Andrew? Like the Greek myths? myths. Of old, uh, what, what's like the mean? Greeks of like uh, Thor or these uh, superheroes of the past, like, um, <coughs> sorry. There was this one god who was, I think Mercury, he was like the god of messages. He could fly, fly really quick and spread messages and... Um, Hercules, he could he could carry a lot of heavy weights. He was super strong. Yeah, I read about Hercules. What do you think about all these? You think there's something to it, or you think these are just things people make mm -hmm. up? I mean, I haven't really touched up a lot on it, bro. To to I mean, give a good a good a good intellectual opinion on it. Um, but we all know that that Marvel uh, loves this type of concept, right? I mean. Uh, the Marvel movies, Avengers, Spider-Man, Superman, uh, Hercules, Tarzan. Um, well, I'm not sure. Tarzan's not Marvel. Familiar, but, you, <laughs> but still, you know, yeah, the whole this, idea of... This concept of uh, Superman. Um, but yeah, I really haven't touched up a lot on it to really give an intellectual, concise conversation. But, uh, I mean... It coming from from Hollywood and from a big entertainment industry that touches millions of lives that reaches the world. Um, that's something worth um, looking into, man. Yeah, I know. I uh, saw this powerful meme. It, w it said something like, "If you only knew how much money was spent on you to brainwash you, mm -hmm. like all the sports industry, movie industry, entertainment." Speaking of that, bro, I think I read somewhere. And now that the Super Bowl is coming up, you know, uh, companies spend like billions of dollars on advertisements and they're only 30 seconds, mm -hmm, bro. Mm -hmm. Why? Right? Why no, do they charge so much for commercials? Because those advertisements are really, really powerful. I mean, they have, they contain a lot of subliminal messages. Well, I, that too, but you have to also remember the Super Bowl is probably one of the most watched events. Yeah. That's why they know yes. they have a lot of eyes watching TV. So mm -hmm. it's a perfect time to program people. And uh, it's crazy how we all hate commercials and advertisements, but people, I don't know about now, but I remember back in the day, people would be like, oh, are you excited for the Super Bowl commercials? Like if that was the, the, the thing that we're coming for, not, not much the, the sports, but the commercials. It's really comedic, but then again, in that, in that comedian, there can be something, some type of um, message that they want to make you vulnerable to, thus indoctrinating you with. I mean, that's what it's all done under a comedian, entertainment, comedic stuff, entertainment, love, even. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so yeah, man. I mean, now more than ever, you gotta have a keen eye. You gotta be vigilant. You gotta be awake. You gotta ask questions, and that's what me and you talk about all the time, even with the other guests, with um, the the other people that 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 we 
um, interviewed. I mean, they were all saying the same thing. Hey, don't don't take my word for it. Do your research, mm-hmm. but always. What's what's your motto, bro? Um, oh, know thyself, yeah. improve thyself, uh, find the others, and then you'll know what to do. That's what it's all about, man. You, you got to be awake in all of this. Yeah. So okay. So we're kind of jumping from myths, but um, yeah, I think. There is, we have superpowers and we can do things and it's just, I think we've been indoctrinated and brainwashed to think that all that shit's fake and not real. But if you look, like especially with the Hindus and the yogis, they say that they have these these people who are, have mastered their mind and who, who realize, sort of like Neo, that this is all a matrix and that they can hack it. And there's stories of yogis that they have achieved like high levels of, of consciousness that they can actually melt stone. So if you see, I've always wondered, how did they build the fucking pyramids in Egypt? How did they cut all over the world? They have perfectly cut stones and molded in such a perfect way. A lot way. of people speculate comes from higher, higher beings yeah. or they were influenced by it. Yeah, but see, this is why I think they have the yogis, like these people, these Buddhists who like meditate and know how to uh, manipulate this physical world. So they say these people can melt stone. These people can read your thoughts. These people can uh, put their hand on fire and not be burned. So this is very reminiscent of that idea of superheroes. So I think, in my opinion, I don't know, I want to know what you think about this, that we all have superpowers. Yes. Um, yeah. Some of them are like subtle, like some people are very, have very, very good memory. I think that's a superpower. I wish I had that. It's called eidetic memory. Have you heard of this? No. People no. can look at a book, kind of like just scan it, and they can remember every page, and they can recall everything. Like they'll tell you... They'll tell you that um, what's on page 128 on the second second line. Like they can they can tell you perfectly. Their mind is like a computer. It, it scans and and saves all these photos. And um, there's also people who have um, who can play instruments. I think that's a superpower. People who can play instruments, uh, that's a superpower in itself. Not everyone can do it. And, and you notice this in your life as you grow up. There's certain people that are apt to do certain things more than others. Some people are better writers, some people are better uh, visual artists, some people are uh, good with, with their body in sports or dance. I think we all have these special powers. But we've, like I keep saying, we've been growing up in this world that, with that idea pushed to the back of our mind. Kind of just like, oh, you're talking about a movie, you're talking about a comic book. But no, I think there's something definitely to it. And, and I think as kids, bro, we were more into, we had that naturally, but as we grow up, we, uh, as children, we all had this, we all knew that we were all one. Everything uh, everything was what Albert Einstein said, a figment of the imagination, but then we learned racism. We learned that we are all separated because of our colors, our race, our social class, mm-hmm. and so forth. But I mean, yeah, yeah, man. Um, um, yeah, I mean, part of me thinks and, and I haven't done this much thorough research on it, so I can't really conclude anything. But in the Satanic Bible, it says that's that we are animals, actually. So I believe that, yeah, at our instinct, uh, at our fleshly core, I mean, you know, we are animals, but but we we also have a spirit of consciousness. But this part of me thinks that the theory of evolution, it's there to make us less important special yeah. because i mean it doesn't make sense that if we're animals and if and if you know the theory of evolution if it's all right it doesn't make sense that we're superhumans because superpowers only comes from consciousness and mm-hmm, spirit mm-hmm. 
Interesting. You know, and, and, and that's not to say, I mean, you brought up a few times about how animals did this or about how there's certain situations in life where, I mean, I saw a video not too long ago where um, uh, uh, this young girl, uh, there was a, it was a family vacation and this young girl was by a pond or it's a, a water park. Okay. Like, like a zoo or something. And their dog, the family dog was right by the little girl. She was four or five years old. The, the mom and dad were somewhere like a few feet away from her talking to other guests at the zoo and there was an alligator or, or, or a hippo oh, shit. coming by and that hippo was ready to grab that girl by its mouth I mean by the hippo's mouth because that girl was facing the other way so obviously the hippo was going to grab her butt then the dog all of a sudden snatched that it's on YouTube bro well, look yeah, at it right yeah, now. It, it, the dog just instinct just snatched that girl apart and yeah man okay let's pause it and we're gonna watch this video i want to watch it so we couldn't find it but we saw there's a bunch of videos like this that drew's talking about where so we just saw one where there's a a little boy he's playing outside his front yard on his little tricycle whatever and then uh, it shows a dog that's coming like a little wild dog and he looks he looks dangerous and he comes around the car and he like goes and he bites the little kid and pulls him off his tricycle and it's kind of dragging them dragging him a little bit and this cat, I, I don't know if it's the, the kid's cat or just a random cat, but this cat comes and like jumps on the dog and the, and the dog kind of moves away and then it, it keeps chasing the dog. And this is what I'm talking about, Drew, I guess that you were trying to mention that. How do these animals, what are they thinking? What's going on in their head? There's some type of consciousness in there. It's not language. It, I think it's emotion, but and sort of like, I think it's archetypes. They're thinking about... I bet you that cat was probably, it sensed the danger and knew that the dog would attack and that the child was in danger and that there was a problem and it jumped in and in- intervened. So I don't know. See, stuff like that makes me think of either reincarnation or, or I don't know, man. What is that? What do you think that is? You think that's just... I mean, I, I, I think it's so... I, I think animals love their family that they love their owners and stuff like that. They feel emotion and stuff. Um, though I can't concisely elaborate on on the on the distinction between humans and animals other than our spirit, the consciousness, awareness, the fact that I know who I am or this I behind my thoughts. Like, I know what my thoughts are. I know that I'm doing a podcast right now, but. But see, like, do you think those? You think you're generating this thought? You think there's free will, or do you think that? Have you heard this idea that your mind and the things you do and your behaviors are just, like we said last time, an amalgamation of ideas that were implanted into you, and and they've done studies where they can see that the mind is going to decide to do something, the brain decides to do something before you actually do it. Yeah, yeah, no, that I believe there's studies to back that up, but then. it all comes to a degree. I mean, uh, science says about 80, like 75% of our actions are, are subconscious or they're on, they're on autopilot. Mm-hmm. I mean, throughout the day, every day, we kind of repeat the somewhat similar behavioral patterns. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, you know, but I mean, in, in terms of the, the whole superhuman, superpower thing, uh, I mean, that was my thought on it. You know, um, obviously we would have to do more more research on that, but 
Um, I, I kind of, I mean, I do speculate on maybe the reason why they say that, you know, we come from, an, or, well, specifically in Satanism, and it's so theory of evolution was to maybe make us think that we're not as wise or as conscious, or we're not conscious and divine intelligent beings, you know. So therefore, we can't exercise the superhuman powers, or we can't, uh, you know. So, so as you were talking about evolution, my theory is that God created, I don't know if he made the Big Bang happen, but God, the creator, he works through evolution because you can mm-hmm. kind of see evidence of evolution, although they do make some substantial claims of certain things happening. But I think because there's also you could see the the remnants in in, geo, in geology or in architecture, you can see how water uh, through a lot of a long time erodes certain ro- rocks or stones or how rivers erode and cut through through um, through land. So there's there's evidence and that you can say, wow, there has been a long time that this, it took a long time for this to happen. So sometimes people want to say that the world was created in, in 7,000 years ago, like it's very brand new. So I don't know, have you seen this movie called The Time Machine? No. Uh, I don't know, it's from this book. I think it's H.G. Wells who wrote it. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But it's this book. It's from this book called The Time Machine, where this guy creates a time machine because his wife died. So he's trying to go back in time to save her. It's a really good movie. It actually made me cry. I saw it on Mushrooms, and I was like, damn. It's pretty long, too. You sh- y'all should check it out, and then let me know what y'all think, because I'm very interested. But So in this movie, um, he's fucking with a time machine, and every time he comes back to save his wife, she dies in a different way. So it's this idea of, of when when you die, it's your time to go. Like you can't prevent your death from happening, and, and which is actually weird because earlier today I got in a car accident. It wasn't bad, but <clears throat> I was driving home, and the light turned green, and I went, and some idiot from the other side passed the red light, and he was trying to make it, I guess. So he was speeding, and I didn't see him. So as I went, I kind of barely hit him in the in the back, and his car like shook, and he took off. So I, he didn't fuck up my car. I have a strong truck, and he has a little shitty-ass car. So I saw as he sped <laughs> off, his door was, like, caved in a bit. So so I, then I was thinking, if I was just laid a, a second off, if I would have previously maybe stopped for a second more, I would have missed that accident. That guy would have barely passed me. Or if I was in a hurry, I could have probably been in a bad accident. So I don't know how we got to this, but, oh, to, from the idea of time machine that when things happen, they're meant to happen for a reason. And now I don't want to disparage this by saying that sometimes babies die and that it's for a reason. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know how that works. But some people say that deaths from little kids or something from drive-bys, sometimes I've heard people even say that that story changed the parent in a way that they overcame that and they became stronger. They, they even started foundations to like help lost children or people kids who are sick. So... I don't know, man. To say that that baby died for a reason sounds fucked up, but I don't because know. Because we all branch off from what we have to branch off from. We all we all have to adapt. Doesn't mean that things happen for a reason. We give things a reason. We give them meaning. Um, all in all, I mean, if we don't harness, if we don't realize the role that our subconscious mind plays then whatever happens to us we're we're gonna call it destiny but no that was all through 
our our subconscious or through our energetic vibration hmm. um, fortune winning winning the lottery uh, so forth you know I, I think that all happens not because there's some type of I mean whatever it's out there but I, I think it all happens because of our of our energetic vibration basically um, shit oh, um, I don't know what you were saying but I guess come back to the idea of fuck. What were we saying? Uh, let I mean, me... like good things don't buy, happen by accident, though. Hold on, he's calling me. Let's see what he's doing. Maybe he. Okay, sorry, we got interrupted. Uh, that's what. Man, one day we're gonna get a studio, bro. Somewhere we can just yeah. like work, like for reals. But anyways, I think you were talking to this. We were talking about the idea of things well, happening for a reason. This is our trippy garage, though. So you know, it's our trippy garage where we record everything. Yeah, yeah. So. I, one day I'll send. Maybe we'll do video or something or wait. I don't want to show my face, but yeah. yeah, it's a pretty trippy garage. If y'all were here, y'all'd be like, oh, this is the spot. Oh, yeah. <coughs> but anyways, Drew, I think. Okay, so you were talking about the idea of things happening for a reason, right? Well. Not for, I mean, I think we give them reason, we give them a meaning because where does this reason or meaning come from? I mean, I mean, it has to come from our, our mind, from our interpretation. Hmm. I mean, all in all, for me, I mean, I think that the subconscious mind has the major part to play in, in everything that happens. It's, it's how we interpret things, but there's no force out there that says hey you know i'm i'm controlling your destiny or you know i'm controlling what happens to you uh you know for every action there is a reaction so um you know if beauty is in the eye of the beholder life it's in the eye of the of the interpreter mm -hmm. we interpret what things mean to us and by the interpretation we could reap a positive outcome or a negative outcome, depending on how we react and how we how we respond to it. True. Okay, so that brings me back to that idea that I was talking about. For somebody to say that a baby died for a reason, like, it's true. Maybe No, I'm sorry, it's not true. Maybe it happened and it was an accident, but the way that the parents react can, can set up the rest of their life for example mm -hmm. a, a parent could be like oh my god my kid died and, and killed themselves or be like yeah. super depressed or like i said they can use that hurt and that sadness to change their life and to help others so that that doesn't happen to them yeah yeah it's all about i mean it's all about our reaction bro um, mindset is everything yeah, yeah that's back, back in high school my english teacher he was really big on what do you call it i think it's called etymology mm -hmm. and basically it's about Taking a word and breaking it down, mm -hmm. what does suffix mean, the prefix, etc. And I remember not too long ago, like maybe a year ago, I looked into that word reaction. So I was looking at the word action, and I was looking at reaction. And, and whenever I was looking at the word reaction, I mean, it's kind of obvious what it means, but re, R-E, means to rewind or, or go back forth, mm -hmm. or go back. Okay. So whenever I, I put, I put, it's kind of like rewind, you know, I mean, I mean, we have this podcast on, to rewind means to go back. Okay. So how I interpreted the word, you know how there's a saying, a quote that says, it's not about your action, it's about how, it's about how you react to it. Mm -hmm. It's about your response. Mm -hmm. Whenever I, whenever I look at reaction, 
to me it makes sense because whatever action happens to us it's about how we react so in the word reaction there's power because we could react we oh, could go shit. back mm-hmm. and play it all over again so uh, so in, in other words so say on, how would you, how do you do this in a technical so, sense so for example uh let's get some dumb scenario even if it's let's say if uh like uh, i happened like i crashed right now earlier yeah yeah so one so that action took place that happened okay but your reaction defines some total of it mm-hmm. of whether it was a good thing or a bad thing true now now if you reacted in a pessimistic way of course you'll be feeling down about it and maybe you, you might reap some tangible experience where something bad probably happened to your truck mm-hmm. or um you know once you once you get out of your truck and go back home you'll see a little dent or scar on your mm-hmm. truck right mm-hmm. but or something else i mean i'm just True. thinking okay. about but then if you reacted reaction if, if you reacted positively and i believe there's with that power it's not about what happens to you it's about how you get back up right mm-hmm. it's about mm-hmm. how you respond to it so so if you mm-hmm. reacted in a positive way i mean i mean who knows the the positive results that could come from that. I remember one time whenever I got into a car accident and it wasn't my fault, but man, bro, um, my car my car ended up getting, uh, not totally. a whole new makeover, but there were some dents. You know, that, that old 2016 Red Honda that I had? Yeah, what was the license plate the number? that Pete had. <laughs> <It's like eight laughs> <five. laughs> Tonight, somebody flips up at my house. <laughs> It's the same car Pete had. Okay, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, bro, I got into a little mini accident. Um, uh, uh, my father knew the car dealer or, or, or the guy who was going to work on it. And um, uh, somehow they were able to to talk to the insurance company or set up some type of claim. But I didn't have to pay anything, bro. My, my insurance paid for it. And... Not only was that dent fixed from the car accident, but all of the other dent, uh, you know, little things, scratches around the car, they were all fixed. Oh, cool, cool, cool. So, out of that negative or out of that outcome, I reaped a positive result from it. True, true. Oh, yeah, yeah, bro. You know, one or two days of not having my car, Mm I would have to Uber if I had to get somewhere. But that does, that pales in comparison to like me feeling like, man, man, my car looks brand new again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's sort of like that, bro. If you study that word reaction, re means to mean, do again, yeah, go back, right? Okay. I mean, this podcast, hey, Juan, let's rewind. Let's go back <laughs> and play it all over again. So with reaction, we can go back and play it all over again. We can decide the meaning or, or the interp- in, interpretation. Mm-hmm. So we can decide if it's a good thing or a bad thing, depending on how we respond to it. I guess so. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so going back to that little accident I had. So old me, like a couple years old me, before I actually started putting in work and noticing how I react to things, I that, that little accident would have sent me down a cascade of bad thoughts and just being like, fuck, fuck this person. Damn, my truck's fucked up. This sucks. Like, uh, but But now... I, I saw those emotions coming. I saw that anger and that like animosity, and I was like, "I just take a deep breath. Fuck it. I mean, what am I gonna do? I mean, I can't go back in time. It's what's done is done." So you know, I pulled in. I was trying to see if the other guy was gonna pull in, and he took off. But what I learned from that was like, okay, I need to slow down because I was sort of in a in a just trying to get home in a rush. 
So I was like, okay, from that experience, now I know. Just slow down. On the green light, don't go right away. Maybe st- wait a second or two, see, make sure no one's coming, and then go. So like from that, the net positive was now I have a more calmer, I guess, attitude in mind. I'll try to keep that in mind when I'm driving. But um, okay, so now we're going to shift into the part of the show. We're going to call this guest. We're going to call this guy that I met online on, on Instagram. He, his name on Instagram is Astro the, the Trippy. Let me look him up really quick. Okay, sorry about that. His name is Trippy Hippie Tide Die Guy. And uh, I was just, I love going through Instagram and just seeing the people who are um, interacting with my, my stuff. And uh, this guy, um, he, seemed, he seemed pretty cool. This is his uh, bio. It says, a truther, a psychonaut, and a traveler. And um, I don't know, for some reason, I just felt I had to hit, hit up this guy. Because uh, he had this uh, on his biopic. He has this Chinese symbol that stands for truth, and I'm always seeking that. And I felt like sometimes you'll find these little crumbs or these little things that the universe throws at you to kind of like follow along or like to to investigate or follow this. And I did, and I actually talked to this guy for like 20 minutes one day. I was walking around Walmart, and I had him on speaker because my phone's fucked up. And we were talking about consciousness and psychedelics, and people were looking at me like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? But, um, yeah, I, we had a pretty good combo. So right now we're going to call him and just, just see what we can come up with. Okay, so we got him on the line here. We have Astro. Like I said, he's a really cool guy that I found on Instagram. And uh, so we so we were talking on Walmart, and I was like, dude, yeah, we definitely have got to have a talk. And we didn't have really a plan because he said he didn't want to boggle down with questions and stuff. So he, he had more of an idea of a spider web type of chart. Uh, and uh, we wanted to mainly focus around psychedelics and spirituality maybe. But uh, I always like to start off with this. Uh, first of all, his name's Astro. Why is your name Astro, bro? I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> but, but how did you, like, what is Astro? Is this your name or what is this? Uh, it's an ideology that comes from California. That if you could name yourself anything, what would it be? Okay. So why Astro? just a matter of seeing that name over and over again and you finally go oh i guess that's my name so what does astro mean well i've always uh astronomy what's that uh sorry there's a room bk so i can't hear you brother no it's probably from another part of yeah feedback um Hold on, we're going to take you off speaker. Hold on. Okay, so where did you keep on seeing your name Astro? Where did you keep seeing this? Everywhere. Uh, you know, most notably the last gathering I went to in California, this guy uh, showed me his van, and I didn't even know a Chevy made an Astro. And it was really bizarre because it was my last real good gathering out in California because you know, I, I, needed, I knew I was being called to something bigger, you know. And uh, it just keeps coming up. Maybe it's maybe it's some kind of psychosis, you know. <laughs> but it definitely planted the idea in my head that you know, if you had a spirit thing, what would it be? Mm-hmm. And it's not really up for you to think about. You're not something supposed to be sitting and thinking about it for your whole life. You just kind of have a passing thought. I wonder what my spirit name would be if I had one. And then slowly over time, I mean, it took maybe a year or two for me to realize that I really think it's astro because that comes it comes up a lot comes up a lot when i came home to dallas to visit my family i passed this astro in 
And I've never seen a, a hotel named Astro. I thought it was really weird. Because most places play on the in part, like, you know, sleep in. Oh, yeah. You know, or, or some kind of variation of, of using the word in. But it was the Astro in. And I was like, that's really weird. That doesn't, you know, it doesn't even really sound good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was mm-hmm. like, hey, there it is again, you know. And, and you said it comes from place. astronomy? What's that? You said it comes from astronomy or... Right, yeah. My love of the stars that I kind of reattached to this idea when I was out in California because, uh, you know, you go out to the desert and you could see stars and galaxies yeah. that you've never seen before in the city. Because, you know, I was raised in the city. I never could see that stuff. But when you're out there, uh, you oh, know, yeah. hundreds of miles from the nearest light pole, I tell you, what you can see galaxies nebulas the milky way i had a lot of friends would point stuff out um i'm terrible about astronomy really i'm more into astrology um so i would say astro is mainly based on my love of astrology i just don't know much about astronomy like i can i can find the big dipper i can find orion's belt (laughs) i can find polaris the north star but beyond that i don't know a lot and you know what's interesting, brother? It might be synchronicity or something, but my b- buddy Drew actually has a cup, and uh, it's a customized cup, and it says Astro World on it. Damn. Well, here's another really interesting thing is, uh, you know, my dad was raised in Houston, and I did not know this until I went back home uh, for a small opportunity. I was working a gig, and a guy come in, and he had a hat on that said Houston Astros, and I just, it made it hit me like a wave of bricks. I was like, wait a minute, wow. I've been going by Astro for almost three years now, and I never made the connection to Houston Astros, and that really blew my mind. Yep, yep, yep. That, that's crazy, bro. That kind of synchronicity stuff is like, that stuff I feel is going on all the time, but people are so, like, in their mind. They're so... If you're not aware of the universe, that it couldn't possibly... It's not a synchronicity because it went unseen. It was, if it's unseen, then you, you don't even know about it. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so tell us, so when you were seeing all these stars, where were you? Were you in the, I think you told me something about the desert? Yeah, yeah, I used to go to these gatherings out in the desert, you know, they basically bring all their own music, and they bring all their own tunes, and, you know, it was was kind of really cool, because, you know, it got me back in touch with, like, what the idea of being a tribe must have been like for Native Americans. I mean, I'm not saying I'm Native American, and and, why I'm a Cherokee, but anyway, the point was, you know, small communities are really where it's at. Big communities get, it gets confusing. Um, capitalism, socialism, whatever yeah. you want to call it, takes over. And there's no connection anymore. It's like, you know, can you imagine living on a, a, a small tribe? And everybody there has a role to fulfill. They have to, you know, exactly. they're, they're, they're growing food or they're hunting food. You know, everybody has a role. And everybody feels important, and everybody feels loved, and there's this connection and tightness that you can't get anywhere else. You know, you live in the big city, you're nobody. You know, if you live out in the country, you're nobody. uh, That's interesting, because that brings me to that idea that I'm sure all of us truthers know that cities are just culling places where they they put all the people in, and we're basically like farm animals, and the city is like our our little stable where they can control and monitor us and, and have us behave in certain patterns. To some extent, but most of the people I know that can afford it don't live in the city. They live outside the city. Okay, cool, cool. So tell us uh, in these... You're right, you're right. There's more opportunities, so I guess that can be alluring. Yeah, true. So what what were y'all doing in these gatherings? What, what who, um, who was sort of the head of this, and what, what, what were y'all doing? What was the plan? Um, y'all were just uh, doing parties, or... 
There was no head person. Okay. So y'all would just go out there. I'm sorry. So y'all would just go out there and just party, like have a good time. Uh, well, I wouldn't say it's party. Uh, you know, I think a party. I think the alcohol. I think it's tobacco. I think about loud music that's annoying, and I think about like really pervy girls and pervy guys. Really, both sides kind of do the same thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's not like that. It was a, it was very special. It was a. It wasn't like that. In fact, most people didn't drink alcohol out there. That was a real big wake-up call for me, you know, because, you know, when I grew up, it was always about the alcohol, the beer and the liquor and stealing from your parents and all that. But out there, no, man, people really look down on alcohol. They really look down on it. Doesn't alcohol have, like, a, a low vibration compared to psychedelics, a low frequency? Uh, I don't know about all that, but I can tell you alcohol is a toxin. I mean, it's classified as a toxin. It's like straight up toxic, you know what I'm saying? And if I, anytime I ever drank my whole life, I would get violently ill and I would think, why did I do that? I might as well drink gasoline. <laughs> yeah, and even if you look into the etymology of the word alcohol, is actually an Arabic, Arabic, I can't even say it, Arabic word that is actually, it has to do something with spirits. So that's why they call alcohol spirits. Because it's a low vibrational um, thing that you actually open up yourself and are uh, easily possessed. Yeah, I, I've heard that theory. Uh, I'll tell you, it decimated the uh, Navajo Indians when I went to Utah. Uh, I didn't really know about alcohol and how it affected their culture, and it destroyed their culture, really. Um, they're all really bad alcoholics, and they call it white man's water. I'd never heard that before in my life. And they said it was white man's water, and... Um, so they basically all get you know money from the government, um, and they would use it on alcohol, and uh, pretty much spend all their money on booze, on alcohol, and they weren't allowed to drink on the reservation, which I thought was really interesting. The Indian chief there, he did not allow it. No pot, no alcohol, not on his reservation. So they'd all go to the city, and they'd be on the sidewalks, drunk, laying on the sidewalk and stuff, like just right in the middle of nowhere, just out in the open. Because they didn't really have anywhere to go. Wow. It's crazy how detrimental alcohol is to society, yet it's so abundant and it's you can find it at any corner store and commercials. It's blasted everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's such a normal thing for our society to, to partake in. But you start talking about cannabis or psychedelics, people are like, whoa, 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 what's wrong with you? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of, uh, what do you call that? Uh, there's a lot of taboo, you know, because there's been a lot of programming, a lot of psyops yeah. back in the day that really, really programmed people. Like, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of this movie called Reefer Madness, but man, I'll tell you what, it had a big impact on people. And it demonized marijuana. Um, and, you know, it's, it's silly to me that anything that would so easily grow out of the ground could be illegal. I think that's crazy. I think, it, I think what the, that is is it's uh, people's lack of education. Because you can do any drug in an educated way except alcohol there's no educated way to do that you just drink it and then you're sick and then you're dwi and then you hurt somebody there's no there's no education on alcohol that's it's the worst drug yep one thing that i've always uh this thought came up a few days ago is why do y'all think that that marijuana is so popularized especially like within hip-hop culture or, 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 or like in the music industry, a lot of rappers are always talking about smoking marijuana or doing this or doing that. And, and that lyrical content is somewhat uh, correlative to 
to them talking about partying, women, booze, and so forth. But but why y'all think a lot of like most like almost every rap song that you listen to, the the rappers always talking about smoking a blunt, smoking a joint, or, or this this and that. What do y'all think about that? Because I, I mean, yeah, you know, um, I mean, I, I firmly do believe that 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 marijuana has some has some natural. Um, uh, properties, natural benefits to it, but it wouldn't. It doesn't surprise me that big pharma has somehow got gotten hold of of the foundation of marijuana and you know manipulated its usage into clouding people's minds and to making them lazy because that could make you lazy and off of your A game, not working hard and stuff. Because I think marijuana is something used to influence you, it's something to to inspire you doing a podcast, writing, making music, but, you know, if we're out doing labor, working machines, machines, then obviously we got to use our, our mental faculties. So with everything and everything, there's always a place and time for it under the sun. But recently on Spotify, I made a hip hop playlist and, and my friends know that I've never been, been big into hip hop. I do have some playlists going on, you know, where when I got hip hop, but man, one thing that I did notice apart from sex and booze and parties and stuff man you know a lot of these rappers are, are always talking about taking another hit and and smoking a blunt or something like that you know well yeah i mean i think moderation's key to anything but uh, yeah, yeah i can yeah. see the allure behind you know promoting it because you know it's kind of a cool thing to do it's trendy all the celebrities got caught smoking weed eventually. Even mm. Jennifer Aniston got caught smoking weed. Like, I mean, it's going to happen. I don't know. I, I just think that there has to be some type of psyop to it as well. I mean, you, you know how these people work. They invert everything. They take what's good and kind of use it. I mean, to use and abuse are two to totally different things, obviously. But that's even in the words. To use something is to use it, but to abuse it is to have that use you. That's where we have the word abuse, you know, um, ab and use. Abnormal, normal. I mean, those are two totally different opposites. So it's one thing to use marijuana for its healing benefits, but then to abuse it, to, to abnormally use it, that means it's using you and it's controlling you. and you know, it makes you lazy and stuff like that. But no, I, I totally do, do believe in in the usage, I mean, uh, of, of marijuana, just like you, just like what you, not only you said, bro, but even Confucius and Buddha, they always talked about balance is the key to life. Confucius, in everything that you do, do it in moderation. So, um, right. yeah, yeah, I mean, that thought just occurred to me whenever I, I was listening to hip hop for like, like a whole day for the first time in a long ass time yeah. and, 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 and all of these rappers always bring up things about that bro they always talk about just smoking a blunt smoking a blunt and to me i'm all like you know why with the entertainment industry i mean to me it's not a coincidence that every single rapper like every single song talks about that so there has to be some type of some type of inversion I think it's just cultural I think it's just cultural. I think you might, you might be trying to make more out of it than it is. Just cultural. And if it wasn't pot, it'd be something else. That it, could it be. be. liquor back in the day. It was all about Patron on ice and Hennessy yeah. and all these liquors. Yeah. You know, and yeah. now it's kind of it's kind of switched gears. Yeah, and now it's kind be. of more 
I think it's more exciting, you know, because when you're like a teenager, the idea of people openly talking about pot is kind of exciting because, you know, it's new at the time and it's kind of like, oh, wow, you know. I think what Drew's trying to get to here is <clears throat> I also have noticed how they've, mm. now with the legalization, it's becoming less um, taboo. It's becoming more mainstream. Yeah. And I think what, what uh, Drew was hinting at is that, yeah, now that, it's, now that the government and the corporations <laughs> have found a way to kind of manipulate it and use it to their advantage for their agendas, yeah. it's now, you've noticed, the, weed are, the weeds that come out now, they're 30% plus uh, THC. This is not the same cannabis from back in the day. Uh, didn't Monsanto or Bayer buy it? It's advantageous for the government, though. I, I don't see that. If people aren't working and they're being lazy, that's not helping the government. No, no. What I'm saying is that also if you pay attention, you notice that these major companies like Netflix, um, um, I think even Facebook at the beginning, they weren't making money. And to them, these big companies, it's not about making money. It's about molding the minds of men yeah. and steering society into certain patterns. So what I think is going on is... Um, that this weed now is so much more potent that it's not I remember back in the day when I would smoke a joint I'd get inspiration I'd want to write or, or I love doing poetry or just writing or just thinking looking at nature but now you take hit of these new weeds you're you're zombified you kind of look like somebody on pills I've, I've noticed people they're like dozed off of weed and then now they have uh, dabbing and all they've turned it into such a commodity that it's I think it's being used more now to like uh, pacify the people yeah, and, and, and we could argue that it's cultural too, but at the same time, uh, I mean, it's just like, like you know, sexualizing people, sexualizing this generation and the, than the previous generations. I mean, there's been many summaries written by authors to talk about New World Order or, or you know, whose book, whose novels are about the New World Order. And one of their main, main goals was, was to sexualize people. You know, and, and uh, that's what a lot of hip hop or pop culture, that's what they talk about. And, uh, you know, regarding not working, it doesn't necessarily have to be to work, but it, people lose their, their ambition. Thus, their will to, to go out and speak truth and, and live in truth. You know, their will to go out and, and have a backbone and like have a spine to themselves and go out and protest, not in, not in an animalistic way, but protest against bullshit and to take action against tyranny i mean it's, so yeah it's not just all about working but with anything with any with any form form of medication i mean you, you will lo lose your your ambition to go out and take action and and that's what creates a passive society and, and um i don't i forgot who it was that said this but um you know most of the world's problems are are for men who who, who realize that something is wrong, but they're passive against it. They don't do anything about it. The, the bystanders and those who know what's going on, but they're just passive about it. They're dumb, dull, or naive to it, you know? <clears throat> well, that assumes that they could do something about it. I think a lot of people are struggling with the concept that you could have all the awareness in the world, but if you can't change anything, you've just basically destroyed yourself. How because so? With, well, I mean, there's a million concepts that fall under that umbrella. If you can't, okay, so, you know, there's trafficking, human trafficking is like one of the largest industries in the world. Yeah. So you could spend your whole life researching it and really damaging your own emotional center. 
because you're going to learn about horrible things and how it happens and where it happens and who, okay, are you going to do anything about it? Can you do anything about it? You can't? Okay, then why are you even rabbit holing that? Why are you destroying yourself? But like, 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 but with something like this, I mean, you can definitely do something about it. It might not be a major role that that's uh, politicians could do, but I mean, you can definitely write, write a letter, like let's say over here and where we live, you can definitely write a letter to, to the to the to the mayor or you know you can definitely spread awareness about you know how to spot somebody who's who's being trafficked and and if you can't play a major role in and let's say in some type of world out there in some type of parallel universe where you can't have a major action to take you know it's it, it is open to interpretation that only weak people or or, or only weak sensitive people that'll only damage them but the strong people they could they could they could take in all of that what's going on and not be damaged by it now we're all human though so we so we all have our weakness and stuff like that but i mean not everybody who 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 looks into to what what we like to talk about uh some people do get damaged but then but that's open to interpretation was it too much for them uh, what kind of stuff did they look into, or were they just mentally vulnerable? Uh, maybe, maybe that's where we get the concept that only only uh, the strong survive, or the survival of the fittest. But I think in all things, we can do something about it. I mean, we, we do got a part to play, whether it's small or large. But we can definitely spread awareness and, and know and do, and do our part, you know. Um, but as as the days keep on progressing and, and as we get closer and closer, that, that becomes more narrow because this totalitarian system ends up closing in and in and more in and thus we, we end up getting more controlled, monitored and, and, and powerless to actually do some, something about it. Big tech keeps on invading our privacy and our territory. And before we know it, yeah, yeah, it is too late, but in this, day and age there is some some things we can say and do to to actually make a make a big difference <clears throat> hello about what's like in the industry um you know more power to them though if, if they you know think it's gonna help but i don't think Corey feldman you know he did a whole film about how him and his friend was abused and you know uh yeah brought a level of awareness but you know once again i, I don't think sending letters to government's gonna really do anything well well, as, well uh, it's not specifically that bro but i mean come on I, we I can't think, deny common sense i mean we just can't deny that that's probably helped a lot of people maybe stay out of Hollywood or, or you know, just, just maybe be more aware of what's going on and, and try to not step in foot in, inside uh, 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 music producers or, or a director's office. I mean, we got a lot of people from Hollywood, people speaking out against uh, 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 abusers who, who abuse their, their, their high positions of power, right? So obviously, obviously it does make a difference to some degree, but no, it's not necessarily about writing a letter to the office, but it can, it, it, it can be anything, but, but, but to not do something, I mean, we can argue that that's more of a defeatist mindset, somebody who feels powerless not to do anything as opposed to somebody who's, who's at least willing to use his life 
to offer something for, for the greater good. Yay or nay? Yeah, I mean, I can see that point of view. I think it'd be interesting if there was a vigilante uh, anti-trafficking group. I just came up with this idea. That'd be pretty funny. Okay, so I'm... I'm... See, this is the problem is the people that would stop it don't stop it because they run the system. Okay, this is the highest... Yeah, yeah. And also of a music industry. These people know about it going on, obviously. They're running it. So I don't know how you would attack something like that because it's like, well, they know about it. They're one running yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, then again, for for your own self-esteem, for your for your own consciousness, for for your own pride, wouldn't you want to be a man and do something about it than just bask in being a defeatist and being vulnerable to all that's going on? Wouldn't you want some sense of pride? And, and, and doing something about it or just or, or just See, that seems delusional because if you don't have a plan then it's then it's just talk it's just just idea it's just ideology well not necessarily yeah. a plan but to take action though like it doesn't have to be uh, it doesn't have to be writing a letter to the to, to the mayor's office but okay, but okay okay for example for example educating yourself on how to spot a victim who, who who's being trafficked right something like right. that um, uh, uh, no, look, hold on. Know, I give, I give maybe both the taking yes. part, maybe taking part in a, in a volunteer group, and because okay. there's there, there's many groups out there that that uh, so just, just look up just just look up uh, Operation Underground Railroad. Think about them. Are you saying these people aren't doing anything? Uh, look up look up Ashton Kutcher. Look look up a lot of people who are out there fighting in human trafficking, and and they're they're doing a phenomenal job in doing that. But like what you're saying is, hey. We lost. We're all defeated. We guys might as well not do anything about it and just be, be, be a defeatist loser mentality and just not and just basically give up. Yay or nay? No, I think you completely what I said. I get what both of y'all are saying. I think what you're actually what you're saying is that yes, there's a whole bunch of people who are in this truther movement and like you said, they're infecting their mind with these ideas, this terrible stuff, and they're not doing anything about it. Like I want to bring it back to you, Drew. What have you done specifically to 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 combat these tra- child child tra- traffickers? I've took part in one group. Of what? Um, it was um, a, a, a phone bank actually, uh, off of. Uh, but what did you do? What did you do? Basically, what we would do, um, we would. There were ads that that people who were being trafficked, uh, girls specifically, and there were older girls, uh, fifteen to twenty. Um, it, it was at a church, actually. Um, you know, I, I think I still have Laura Karazi's email. No, but actually. what did what did you do? What so, was it? so basically what we did? These ads we would call. We would call these ads and. Um, Basically, there would be like a little form, and sometimes we could improvise or this form form that we would recite, and just tell them, "Hey, uh, this is a number that, that you can call if, if you ever want to exit this life. This is something that that you can do." Uh, yeah, yeah, and a, a lot a lot of people hung up the phone, but there were also a lot of people, and, and there's statistics out there where a lot of people left that life. A, a lot of people got out of human trafficking, sex trafficking, you know. Okay. And that was only me taking part. That was only me volunteering. And, you know, I, I did that for a while. And then I learned a lot about, uh, you know, uh, I learned a lot about what the porn industry is about. So, uh, supposedly on Pornhub, um, you know, a, a lot of videos get put on there without 
without, yeah, but what are you doing? Consent. What are you doing with all this knowledge that? Because I, I totally get yeah. what Ashley's saying. Yeah, I mean, just like I said, uh, going to that phone bank. Yeah, uh, but I, I remember one time whenever I was doing Uber, uh, we were sent emails. I was driving people around. We uh, we were sent emails on about how to spot somebody who you think might be uh, uh, getting trafficked. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with that knowledge, you know, somebody, what are you going to go up? You pick up. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you can definitely take action against that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yay or nay? I mean, I agree, but what I what I think Ashley's trying to say is, what do we do? What is the plan to go up to the people higher ups? Yeah, we can save some people at the bottom, but what is the plan to to actually put an end to any of this? What about you, Ashley? What do you think? What do you think people could do to push back against not only child trafficking but any and any of these worldwide issues that pe- truthers are constantly talking about? They can't hear her. So the question is, was this uh, was this intentional, or is this uh, is this truly of the people? It's definitely the most powerful movement you're ever going to have because, like you said, just getting low lying fluid, you know, fruit, like you know, I don't know. I mean, the whole idea, you know, bringing awareness to people being trafficked. Yeah, that's okay. But the thing is, is people being trafficked are locked in dungeons. Dude, they're getting uh, assaulted and all these horrible things. They're not out in public. They're not going to Walmart and you need to spot them and, and call a number. It doesn't really work like that. Not, not, not anything I've Yeah, but then again, about. bro, saving one life is better than not saving any, though. I mean, sometimes that does happen, especially especially where 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 we live in Houston. Uh, Houston is, is really close to the border of Mexico, man. So a lot of that does take place, you know? I mean, again, you know, it, it is one thing to actually spread awareness. So and, 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 then, and, and then one thing to actually do something about it. But but to bask in, in a defeatist mentality, not actually do anything about it, it's just kind of like... Defeatist, okay? If you don't have a plan, that's one thing. Defeatist is something totally different. How so? so? How talk. so? It's just talk. It's just talk. Yeah, but then again, I, I, but I just told you about actions to take, uh, uh, joining volunteer groups, uh, at least making one, at least saving one life. We, we can't save the whole world. Astro, I mean, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not on the top of the pyramid. That's obvious. We can't save the whole world. Obvious, right? I mean, again, again, Astro. We, if you had a bigger plan, a better plan, maybe, uh, you know, because there's a couple of groups that I got turned on through JP Sears that are actually out there, you know, really making a difference. They're really doing stuff, and they basically it's a fundraiser for uh, for police that you know go around and that because you know my aunt's neighborhood. Their kids getting snagged up, man. That's like a real thing. Yeah. They like just, you know, can you imagine so not being on the playground with your parent and you turn around and your kid's gone. The kid's gone. Never sure. mind no hotline or, you know, calling somebody awareness. Dude, the kid's just gone. Just yeah. gone. And it's not a defeatist attitude. It's realizing it's it, it's going to take a lot more than just, you know, seeing a black eye and hoping that that is, you know, a reason to call it. And what if you call it? It was nothing. Now you've wasted people's time and they've investigated it and they found out the black eyes kid fell on a playground yesterday. And so it's like, it just doesn't seem like a very productive way. So again, uh, so again, can't that community be more logical and realistic on letting that whole neighborhood know, hey, something happened within this community. Somebody got abducted. So why don't we spread awareness to everybody and tell these people hey guys don't don't let your child run to the bus walk to the bus uh, without a with, without a parent or guardian right 
Look, I, I, I want to get away from this diatribe because it seems like you're arguing. We both agree. No, 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 Hold no, on, no, stop. no bro. It's, it's not arguing, though. It, it's just about coming coming to common sense and being realistic about things, though. So. I mean, I like again, though, it's all about... Yeah. yeah, a real plan. Yeah, a real and, plan. And after, that's what we're saying, though. I mean, you know, we can go out and, and research and, and Google things about, about how to make a difference, right? Yeah, but what the yeah. what is the difference we're doing? Do a research, Google it. I mean, go out and join volunteer groups. Go out and do this. I mean, again, on this New World Order podcast, we all talk about what's going on. But then again, I can also ask you guys, what are you guys doing about all of this stuff? About about you know, okay, for example, it's one thing that that digital currency will come, and we all talk about it. We all complain about it. But what's one thing that we're actually doing to to change it? That's no, what we're just spreading that's awareness, what... right? Yeah. So I mean, again, but what does all this awareness spreading this do? What does all this awareness spreading do? What but is the call of action that we give to people? If you're, if you're out there desensitizing people, so you're actually playing right into their hands. Exactly. Look, Astro, this is what I want to talk to you about also, because I've noticed on Instagram there's this trend where people post videos about child trafficking, and yes, it is uh-huh. it is spreading awareness, but people are liking these videos. So. Exactly. And so, no, what I mean is that people are liking these videos. So in a, in a fucked up way, the people, the yeah. elites are kind of figuring out a way for us to support this child trafficking. Like you're saying, yes, they're spreading awareness, but these people are liking these videos. And I, I know you like the post and you're trying to spread the awareness, but in liking these videos, it's a subtle type of way of you saying, oh, I agree to this. So it's like these subtle things that are... Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So I created this folder and, it, and I save all these posts and I named it Manifesting Reality because essentially what you're doing by liking these videos and spreading them and, and putting that stuff in your mind, you're agreeing to this type of shit. And like, I think what you're saying is kind of a better. If you're not going to do anything about it, why infect your brain with this type of stuff? It's just like you said. All right, so 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 let me ask you guys something though. I just told y'all a list of things that I told y'all people are getting involved in to actually make a difference. I told y'all about about Operation Underground Railroad. I told you about a lot of things that people are doing, but somehow it still doesn't offend y'all's narrative. So, for example, this is happening in the world. Will y'all be real men and do something about it, or just let it fly? What if what if this happened to y'all's kids, to y'all's nieces, to y'all's nephews? Would y'all just bask in a defeatist mentality? Possibly being being labeled a loser, or would you actually be a real man with the backbone, be a masculine man, and fucking do something about it? Okay, do what? Other than then. Well, well, okay. So, so, so that's why I'm asking y'all. What would y'all do about it? I, I don't know. My thing is, I'm trying to talk to people, like you said, spread awareness. But that's why we're yeah. meeting here to figure out what do we do. But on this podcast, on this podcast, you guys were just telling me, hey, Andrew, spreading awareness won't do the trick. And I'm telling y'all. No, it's not just about spreading awareness. People are, are actually out there making a difference. And hey, hey, it might not be globally, but they're actually at least saving one life. Mm-hmm. It's better to save one life. And even though it might be a small phone booth that I was involved in, a small little group, but hey, it actually brought one girl 
one person out of sex trafficking and, and save their life. And, and guess what? That, that turns into a domino effect. But sometimes people, whenever they say, hey, spreading awareness or, or it won't make a difference, it, it'll happen either way. Sometimes that, that comes from people that are powerless, that they know they don't, that, that's their excuse for not wanting to take action and actually do something about it. Okay, I guess. See, but this is what, that's what it comes This from, is though. what's going on. We're all truthers and we're trying to help people and we're arguing between each other. I think this. No, it's not arguing, though. It's just. What are we doing? We're just going around in circles. Though. But it's about who has Okay, the I wanted to ask Astro some questions, Astro. I mean, truth, truth needs to get out there, though. And, and the person with the most common sense has to, I mean, you know, I mean. You know, I yeah. can't help but reflect on something Prince said that, you know, it took me a long time to really understand it. It's a very simple concept. The TV has kind of invited a lot of bad things into your world. Who, who was it, Prince? It's not defeatist to realize there are evils in the world. No, way no. outside yeah. of your control that you will yeah. never be able to change. It's yeah. not defeatist. It's a, it, you're the one that's defeating yourself. No, and the but you can make a difference, though. You got to free all the animals. Yeah. You gotta free but Astro, Astro, am I right or am I right, bro? Am I right? You can at least make a difference. You can't change the whole thing. Like, like, like for example, GMOs. You can't change that that will happen in our food, but you can at least stay away from that type of diet, right? Am I right or am I right? It depends on who you're talking to. Astro, but it's common sense, bro. One plus one equals two. If GMOs are going inside your food, Astro, you can at least stay away from that food and thus change your life. And thus, and thus, and, and thus educate your family, right, on staying away from certain foods. Am I right or am I right? There's no food left that's natural, right? It's all genetic. Okay, Astro, but let's just speak in, in, in realistic terms, man. In realistic terms. Okay, 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 okay. You know what? Okay, let's say... Let's say eating unhealthy and eating healthy, or you know, or, or like eating foods that are most healthy. You can change your life on on eating more healthy, right? Am I right or am I right? That's a perspective. Come on, That's Astro. One healthy. plus one equals That's two, bro. It's not perspective. Okay. It's all about common. Okay, for example, common sense is this. Common sense is this. Eating a banana is a whole lot more healthier than eating fried chicken. Am I right or am I but right? I at least agree with That's that. Your perception. Astro, one plus one equals two. Okay, though, stop, Drew. I, you get Come into on, this, uh, Andrew. I've noticed that whenever he starts arguing, he he wants to be the winner. He wants you to say no. It's not no about you want winner, people though. to say yes to whatever it's you're saying. Winner, you're just saying though, yes or no. It's all about common no. sense. Okay, stop. Though. Stop. Okay, like, like, stop, example, Drew. Stop, for example, Drew. Look, for example, look, look. The sky is blue. That, that that's not my perception. The sky will always be blue, and that's not that's not my perception. He's the guest, bro. Have you heard of pesticides and insecticides? Have you heard about them? Yes, sir. Astro, one plus one equals two, bro. That's not that's listen, not listen, bro. Dang. It's real simple questions, man. Just real simple. Do you yeah. understand how things are blown? Uh, 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 please educate me, Astro. Please educate me. Okay. Well, they use fertilizer, and they use. Uh, pesticides, okay? So okay. your concept of having this beautiful banana that's pure from the exactly. earth. Exactly. Listen, listen, listen. I didn't listen, say that, though. Listen. Hey, Astro, but bro, did I say that? I just said, hey, hey, Astro, on terms of probability... Hey, I'm going to pause this. Hold on, Astro. I'm going to stop recording. There's mercury in, in a lot of the food. They have to put a warning on there. There's the mercury in it. So if you eat from the land, you got herbicides and pesticides. And if you eat meat... Steroids. So you, you, this cup that you have, um, 
I don't know, a safe diet. I, I don't know if I agree with that. And I know a lot of Christians. Okay, Asher, let's go back around. I, I was really interested what you were talking about when you were having these gatherings in the desert. What, what, what were y'all doing? You never really explained. Or y'all were just conversating, coming up with ideas? Or what, what was the whole thing y'all were doing? Uh, man, I, I met every person from every walk of life. You know, I only know my experiences as they are, but I don't believe things just blindly. I, I can't do that. I can't fool myself into just blindly believing that this is right and this is wrong because the world is not so easy. It's not, I just want to like politics because it's, oh, you're left or right. Well, no, what if I like a little of the left and I like a little of the right? Mm -hmm. oh, well, we don't have that checkbox. We don't have that option. Well, why not? Well, because we can't control you if you're not on this side or that side. And see, that's the trap. It's the same thing with veganism. You know, a lot of vegans that I know that eat the, the healthy bananas, a lot of them end up with pancreatic cancer. Why do you think that is? Mm -hmm. Why this healthy food? Uh, Steve Jobs was a diehard vegan, and he died of pancreatic cancer. So this idea, uh, this this illusion, this oasis of health that by eating uh, plant vegetation is a, is a fucking mirage. Most of the people I know that were vegan end up dying of pancreatic cancer. And the question you have to ask yourself is why? Is there something on those plants? Is there something in that vegetation? You know, because if you don't know about Roundup and all that stuff, then you got a lot of rabbit hole to do there. They spray stuff on the plants to keep the, to keep the bugs off. And those things are going into your body. And just, just the same, it's crazy that when you eat animals, you're eating uh, antibiotics, steroids, hormones. That's why girls are having their period about 10 years old. Girls are mm. starting their freaking menstrual cycle at 10 yeah. years old because they're taking in so much of these steroids and antibiotics yeah. that their body thinks it's time to be a productive, uh, a reproductive age, and it's not. It's the body's being tricked. So it's it's real scary, you know. Yeah. This is where, you know, I just try to drink more water now. <laughs> and even then it's bad. But, but, but then again, after about 70% 70, 70 of all U.S. water supplies are fluoridated, right? Right, so what are you going to just stop drinking water? And, I, I, and obviously, so so that so that goes back to what I was telling you. So so are we going to stop just brushing our teeth because most of our toothpaste has fluoride in it? Obviously, no, right? So obviously, it comes down to 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 the so-called lesser of two evils, right? I don't know, Drew. I think Drew always wants to. <laughs> but I mean, basically, you just said. Am I going to stop drinking water because it's all fluoridated? I said, obviously, no, Astro. Huh? So what's the lesser evil? I mean, so, so obviously we still have to drink water, though, right? Even though it's fluoridated, we, we still we still need water. So obviously in this situation, well, we're, we're, we're sort of powerless. You acted yeah. like there was an option, like an alternative, a solution. Yeah, so obviously, so it goes down to, to eating healthy and not eating healthy, Astro, right? I mean, obviously we still have to try to eat eat the most healthy so we can possibly be, even though most healthy, I mean, what we call fruit, vegetables, they, they still have a lot of that stuff in it. But obviously we still have to eat the most healthy so we can eat, right? Yeah, you definitely want to have uh, a healthy diet, but you can't yeah. be under some uh, hypnosis thinking yes. that there's any correct way to do that. Once exactly. Again, I think it's all balanced. People yeah. that eat just meat, are a different kind of person than someone that just eats vegetation, and I've met I've met both types, yeah. and they have different complaints, and they have different uh, good things too. You know, when you do, when you eat a strict plant diet, you don't get certain proteins, mm -hmm. so your body your body kind of kind of collapses under these certain situations. And then other people just eat meat, 
don't don't get a lot of fiber. So yeah. they, they have problems taking a shit. So it's like there's no. I think it's a trap to think that there's any one diet, and that's very dependent too on your blood type. If you didn't yeah. know that, your blood type is a heavy indicator of how you should be eating and what your diet should be. Most people don't know that. Yeah, and I, I think all of those pesticides in our foods and all of that stuff going in our foods, I think. I mean, obviously, that has a lot to do with inf- uh, 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 the highest infertility rates that we've seen here across the country between men and women. You know, um, we could argue that that vastly contributes to the depopulation agenda. Um, so, no, I'm, I'm I'm totally with you on that, man. Um, uh, yeah, but, but then I again, the food, I, I'm not really sure about that. I've seen a lot of studies that would indicate maybe it's something else, not that they that they know what that else is. Uh, I still think it's EMF, personally. Uh, I've done a lot of studying on that. It's, you know, yeah. I'm also on radiation. I mean, that's kind of what I do for a living. Uh, EMF has a huge effect on your, your natural body because your, your body's electricity and fucking chemicals. That's the baseline of your spirit, though. Your body is just mm-hmm. that. And anything that's going to interfere with the electrical signals in your body and the chemicals, is, you know, it's causing some massive problems. Yeah, yeah, I totally, I totally vibe with what you're saying, Joe. So, okay, so let me let me go back because we, we we still haven't talked about the gatherings. What what was going on in these gatherings? Because because look, because I want to tell you about these things I've learned about. They're called the Rainbow Gatherings. It's kind of like Burning Man, but it's not as sensationalized as Burning Man. And it's not. If you notice, Burning Man has turned into this thing that I think they've also co-opted to have just people take drugs and lose their mind and and listen to music. But these Rainbow Gatherings are more about like raising your consciousness because there's no drugs there. People don't take drugs there, and they they just come and they set up shop and they play music and they have a great time. They don't leave any trash. They have places where they take care of kids um and i heard about these places in california no they change it it happens everywhere in different spots every year but um the cops usually try to come and destroy it and say that there's drugs but there's no drugs there and so what my my thing is like i always tell drew know thyself improve thyself and find the others because once you start uh talking to other people with similar ideals or in this path of awakening and uh, finding truth you can mesh all these you can talk to different people have different ideas and like you said make a plan not one single person on their own is going to take down the new world order you need a whole bunch you need a coalition of comrades and brothers who know about the truth and are kind of like talking sort of like when the the, the revolution happened when we re, re, uh, separated from britain it was the people in coffee houses discussing and talking politics and philosophy and saying, how are we going to um, in the, become independent from the Brits? And this is what I love. So what kind of things were going on in these gatherings you were at? Like I said, just the bouncing around different cultures, different uh, philosophies, different ideas. Uh, you know, not so much like a, a awareness for thing. You know, really just micro bits of, of good stuff like... Um, I had the weirdest instance one time. I was tripping pretty hard for sure. And it was this guy, and he was taping the DJ. And he would just sit there for like, I swear to God, he was there for hours. And I finally went up to him, and I and I basically was kind of picking on him. Like, why are you taping this? Like, why don't you actually enjoy being here? Why don't you put your phone away? That's what I was thinking. And somehow he ended up telling all this stuff to me. And I was like, wait a minute, but you're the one recording this stuff. I don't know how to explain it. It was just such a mind flip. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Anyways, it kind of kind of brought me to a new perspective that, you know, and, I, and I'm guilty because I travel a lot and I like to take pictures and videos, but you know what? It's like George Carlin said, you never have time to go back and see that shit again. And for all the time you spent trying to see it in the 
viewer and the, you know your video and your taping you're not really there you're not really mm -hmm. seeing it so you're really looking you're basically looking at a frame of your whole life and you're not actually seeing what's in the frame and you're never going to go back and watch it again so it's just this weird way of basically living life without seeing anything it's crazy yeah it's like people who record fireworks like fireworks shows who the fuck is really going back and watching that shit <laughs> But then again, I mean, it does also bring up memories, though. You know, it's memories to enjoy. I mean, that's why we all take pictures. I mean, we can't deny that you or, 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 or Astor has pictures on their phone. You know, so we all have I memories know, and stuff. The concept is it's not a memory if you don't really have it, if you're not really there, if so, you're not really yeah. present. But in other words, it does different. trigger memories because memories exist in the mind. So it does trigger some type of, uh, in other words, Astro, it does trigger some type of remembrance, right? I mean, uh, you know. going back and watching the tape or when you're there yeah. at that live event? Yeah, so, so it does bring happiness because then, you know, why do we have the past for then? I mean, we use the past as a signpost to learn from our past mistakes, <laughs> not to repeat them again, right? So that can be labeled as a memory, though. I don't, I, you didn't clarify. So is the memory recording it while you're there live or is it going back? Watch but, it. What, what are you saying is the memory? Going well, back well, or were you there live? Well, it's not watching it, Astro, but it is in your mind. Well, I mean, it's all in within that word to to remember it. It's obviously in your mind to remember something that happened in the past, right? So obviously that memory, whether it's good or bad, it brings happiness or anger, or depression, sorrow, or, or whatever. So that's why people take pictures off, off of their phone, their camera, not because they know that, hey, I, Hey, you know, I'm gonna live this experience all over again. Obviously, no, by no means. That's that that's insane. But obviously, it does bring them back memories. You really have your mind blown. You guys like conspiracy? I'm kind of getting bored with some of these subjects, but uh, you know, maybe we're all programmed to record. What happened? Uh, it's fucking hung up on him. Um, call him back. You know, it's interesting the idea that you know. Maybe they're archiving everybody's pictures and videos. You know, it's basically like a, a person-fueled master surveillance <laughs> system, right? Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I mean? Yep. And? Well, you know, instead of this idea, you know, your friend seems to be like, I don't know. I feel like he just wants to kind of have the opposition in anything I say. I really feel, I don't, you know. And, uh, I, I'm going to say this now because, Drew, you do have this. <laughs> my friend Drew has, actually has a pro Hold on. Call him on his phone because I can't really hear you on mine. Can you call him back? Just call me from his phone, I guess. Okay. You know who you kind of reminds me of is Candace Owens. If you ever watch her. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Astro, Astro, that's pretty fucked up, bro. No, that's <laughs> hilarious. No, but look, listen, I have to tell this because I think... <laughs> So, in other words, bro, in other words, uh, uh, clarify to me, bro, how am I walking both sides of the same fence or this, this concept that you brought up? Well, like, I ask very specific questions and you never answer them. Okay, what questions, like, how? Because I really don't know what questions you ask for. Because so for me... The question was, is what is the memory that you're speaking of? Is it as what you're videoing at that moment? Videoing. Is that your memory? Or is the memory 
when you go back later and you see the video or the picture and you say, oh, that's right, that was there, I was there. Yeah, yeah, bro, that, that, that second scenario that you brought up, yeah. Um, I feel like a, a lot of my memories, because I don't go back to watch the video, so what my memory is, is videoing and not really what's there, not really what's on the screen, not really who was there and what they said, no, no, none of that, none of that. My, my memory is of videoing it. And not really what it is. But that, that's not a memory. That's present tense, though, bro. That's not that's not a memory. That's present tense, Astro. That doesn't matter, bro. I want to talk to you. Okay, earlier we were talking when we were at Walmart. I remember where you were on speaker, and we were talking about psychedelics, and some old lady was walking by me, and she kind of looked at me weird. But uh, what is your opinion of psychedelics? You know what's weird is I keep meeting people that... Say it invites bad spirits in. I think that's just people being a scaredy cat, personally. But what do you think about it? Okay, first of all, when we start the show, we like to ask people how they came to their process of awakening. When did you start realizing things in the world weren't exactly what you were led to believe and you started questioning and pushing back? Really, COVID, COVID was the big wake-up call for everybody. How so? How did it awaken you? Because that's when you find out about Georgia guys, so it's Agenda 21, Agenda 30, Event 201, that's when you go down the rabbit hole and you figure out what the fuck's happening. And in your opinion, what's, what exactly is happening? Uh, well, I mean, on top of the largest transfer of wealth in the history of the world, uh, <laughs> it sure seems like, um, you know, they, they really want to move to this digital currency, and mm. they're willing to risk the entire planet, because it... There's a good chance that they're going to accidentally fucking crumble society. And that's why China already has a backup, son. And that scares me to death. That, nobody talks about that. That's that's beyond truth or shit. Most people don't even know about that. What is that? The sun? Because I saw that. China, I saw that. I mean, I'm, I'm talking like that's like massive censorship right there. Because a lot of people say they're truthers. And I say they're just PSYOP programs out there thinking they're telling truth and they're spreading awareness. And what they're really doing is they're helping desensitize very critical issues. I agree, but what is the sun that you were talking about, China? Well, China has its own sun now. It's an artificial sun. And it's for to gather their own energy? Not gather, it shines a light. So they have vitamin D and they have, you know, they have the backup light. Why, are you trying to say that the sun's gonna go away? It's possible, it's in the matrix and Bill Gates has been talking about blocking out the sun. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, talk about that because a bunch of people in the past were always talking shit about chemtrails that they don't, they don't exist, but now all of a sudden they're the answer. So what is Bill Gates talking about doing with the sun? He's been talking about blocking out the sun for a long time. He claims it's going to be uh, somehow it's going to help the weather here. You know, that, that's one thing is they always try to fuck with us and they always claim it's under the weather. That's always the, that's that's always the excuse. Oh, well, you know, we're just trying to fix the weather. You know, my, my, my craziest trip would be to realize maybe we are fucking up our shit big time. And that if they weren't doing these things, we'd already be in big trouble. I don't know that. I can't prove that. That's just a feeling I get. But it could also be a really great way to just charge people money and control where they go. If you know about the carbon tax laws that they're trying to pass, you know, it could also just be another measure for control. So I don't know if there really is a problem with the planet, global warming, and the ozone, or if that's all bullshit. It's just a way to get people under control again. Right, right, right. It seems like they, the people in control always figure out ways to manipulate a narrative to, to suit that's their agenda. That's why I like politics, because <laughs> if, you, if you vote, you're telling 
the government, you're basically giving them data, dude. You're telling them, oh, well, I feel this way, and then they're going to be like, oh, let's say, how can we use that against the, the people? So, like, here's the thing. They did a poll here recently, and a lot of people believe in aliens. This scares the shit out of me that, one, people believe in aliens in the sense of little green men, and, two, <laughs> and, and then number two, the government knows it. So, geez, what do you think the third thing's going to be? They'll say, oh, yo, you know, we realize everybody believes in aliens. You know what? Let's make an alien attack. I mean, they could go anywhere with that. So right, it's right. scary because any data that you put into the system is, is leveraged against yourself. And they say, oh, everybody believes in global warming. Let's start taxing people for driving their car. Oh, man, you don't think that's coming? You're crazy. That's what all this automated shit's going on in San Francisco. That was a big wake-up call, too, going to San Francisco and seeing these automated cars. It, it, it was like the worst trip I've ever had in my life. I think, too, also, did you see that Biden just passed a law that by 2036, all cars will have a kill switch? Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. They want to control where you go and what you do, just like Antarctica. You know, there's some places off limits. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, okay, so... So what you're saying is that there is something that's sort of uh, manipulating, manipulating society for, certain, for their own agenda. Well, it's not, no, they're just taking in data and they're making educated moves based on that. Like I said, you know, if everybody believes in angels, well, then they're going to find a way to use that against everybody. Tomorrow to be all angels just showed up and they got the COVID vaccine. They want everybody to take it. You know? So who is this they, in your opinion? That? Who is this they, in your opinion? Well, it's, I mean, well, it's the UN, it's NATO, it's, it's all the chiefs, it's all the people at the top. The Committee of 300, the Bilderbergs, all those people. Mm -hmm. Hey, Astro, I got a question for you. Uh, I'm Eddie, I'm, I'm Junior's brother. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to add that you have a really good, like, uh, give and take, like, conversational flow. Like, it, it, it really, really is impressive to hear, man. Like, I, I want to definitely look into your stuff, because, uh, like, you give both opportunities, and, like, you can definitely hear that you've been doing it for a while. But uh, the question that I had was, wh why do you think that a lot of this uh, push is towards like uh, currency, like digital currency? Because that's one thing that I started looking into uh, as far as NFTs. I was trying to look into maybe how to like purchase them or like well, how do you deal with trading them? And a lot of it has to do with internet currency where you're not able to just flat out purchase them. You have to buy these type of like bitcoins. Or like different, yeah, I never uh, really got into that, but I know a lot of people in California that were buying this Bitcoin stuff. I never got into the stock market and all that stuff, and, you know, I just, I really don't like it. If you know so many people are investing in Bitcoin, it's like you realize you're investing in your own microchip, basically, because more and more people invest in the system, the more likely they're going to implement it. They're going to say, oh, you know what, we've got enough money. Uh, I think what's happening right now is there's a big race over what crypto is going to be the one that they use. Um, yeah. And in, in a weird way, I'm worried about, you know, all this money. You know, we spent over $2 trillion in the last year. $2 trillion. They're just printing money like fucking crazy. And who, who do you think is going to carry that fucking interest? You know, I don't know if you bought the Fed Reserve and all that, but, you know, basically we're going to be carrying, the, we're going to be paying the interest on all this money that they're printing. Yeah, I've seen this hilarious-ass meme that shows, like, a picture of the world, and it says the world is, like, $100 trillion in debt. And then it says, who do we owe? <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's always these systems of people that seem to, these psychopaths that seem to get into positions of control and they know how to game the system. And I don't know what you think about this, but me and Drew's whole spiel is that there's actually these people working together for, to push this new world order that's a Luciferian agenda. What, what do you think about that? Uh, 
they, that's pretty presumptuous. I, I don't know if they're Luciferians. Maybe they're just fucking rich old dudes that want to run the world. I, I don't know. <laughs> but haven't you seen all these videos of all these celebrities selling, saying they sold their souls to the devil and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, that, you know, you can't believe everything you see on TV. You know, Mom even warned us about that. You know, it's, it's sensationalism. Okay, it's sensationalism. Wait, so you don't think there's nothing to it? That they, they, they've been ca catching people who drink blood and do these uh, sacrifices and are into magic? Do you have any proof of that? Yeah, I have a bunch of videos, actually. I sent you a link for that. No, 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 no. And, and not just videos, Astro, but there's also... People. Uh, there's it, also it, books, it, too, bro. Yeah, there's books. And there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a bunch of people that I mentioned to, that you should follow. I think it's episode three or four. No, 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 no not books, TV. Astro books, no, books and podcasts. People who actually research these things and have documents. Books and podcasts, uh, I'm still not convinced. Uh, you're not convinced I, of I, what? I think, I think a lot of it is sensational. Not, you're not convinced of what, Astro? That everything you see on Instagram is truth. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that people there's... Aren't just trying to, uh, people aren't just trying to share their, you know, whatever. So, so you don't think there's a concerted effort by a group of certain people to steer the world in a certain direction? Do I think there are people trying to? Well, there are always people trying to control what, you know, what, what I mean, really, the economy is what it comes down to, is the economy and where things are going to go. Mm, okay, well. You know, like, uh, like everybody's realizing that they really want to go for electric cars now that they've got electric cars and, and Tesla proved they can do it and they can drive themselves. That's kind of scary because that's kind of inviting um, a new system of control for people. Um, the number one thing you got to realize uh, is that if we have self-driving uh, self-driving cars, they're going to put a lot of people out of work. That's yeah. A big fucking, that's a big fucking crowd of people. I'm telling you what, truck drivers, that's a lot of people. And now imagine if they came in tomorrow and said, hey, all you truck drivers, you're fired. We don't need you no more. We've got these cars driving yourself. Man, you can imagine how that's going to mess things up. Hey, Astro, so, so do you think there's something that we can do about this? Or what are your opinions? Uh, or do you think this is actually something that we would just have to brace for and learn to adapt to? Or do you... Uh, would you propose? Honestly, I'm, wait, I'm watching Canada right now because I think Canada is going to be the real test because Canada is okay. The rest of the world is fucked. It was always fucked. They don't have guns. Okay, that's the bottom line. They don't have guns. I, have <laughs> I got friends in Australia. They don't want a bloodbath. They really don't. They don't want a bloodbath. They just want the transition. They just want people to make the transition. They right. don't want a bloodbath. But you know, I'm scared it might come to that. But uh, anyways, you know, the rest of the world was fucked. It was always fucked. Everybody knows Australia was the guinea pig country. That was where they really they really tested, like, you know, what can we get away with and what people follow orders and, and you know, what can we do to control them. I mean, shit, they're arresting people for Facebook posts over there. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine getting a knock on your fucking door and say, hey, man, I know you said this about the NWO. We're here to arrest your ass. Well, what'd you do about that? What would you do about that? Well, they actually have, have implemented that. I don't know if you heard, but recently they changed those regulations or something at the White House that said that people who, who speak out against the COVID uh, narrative are terrorists. Yeah, well, they're going to do that to pretty much white evangelical Christians because that's, that's the, the... Okay, so that we've moved on a spectrum to the left. So that means that anybody standing is far right all of a sudden. Okay, and that's a trap. That's a trap of the government. I've seen them do that in other countries too. 
Because everybody kept saying, oh, it's Trump's fault and all this shit. I'm like, oh, my God, you really think that? You're fucking moron. This thing is a global agenda. Mm-hmm. This has nothing to do with American politics. This is way bigger than that. But you know what's funny is every country really has a left or a right. They do. Every country has a left and a right. Why is that? Why? Yeah, why, aren't they just why aren't they just people living in their country? Why do they have to be a left or a right? Right, right. They just try to box people into certain boxes. Exactly. They just try to push people into a category. And, it, you know, I don't like, I've always liked the, the idea of being independent. I like Jesse Ventura and I like Andrew Yang and some of these fellas are kind of like centrists, if anything. They say, well, you know, a woman has the right, you know, to get an abortion if she's raped. But at the same time, you know, maybe she shouldn't be promoted to do it, you know, so it's kind of like this give and take it's not like it should be black or white that's too that's you know that's a trap yeah uh, to me it, it goes back to what you said bro i think it's all about balance right moderation um just uh yeah yeah but then again bro you got somebody like andrew yang who once who once who who one time um popularized the idea of giving uh universal income like a thousand dollars a month to everybody uh um, uh-huh. You know, uh, some something like that to me is it's just barbaric. Uh, but again, I never looked into Andrew Yang. Besides, if your job told you tomorrow you couldn't come to work without that vaccine card, would you do it? Uh, say it again, bro. If your job told you tomorrow, no jab, no job, would that change your opinion on universal income? No. So you would cut off your own head to save yourself from the jab. Not cut off my own head, um, Astro. You're not going to be able to make an income. You're not going to be able to work. Well, I mean, there's other ways to make income, right? I mean, you you, you can probably figure it out, not just working for for the boss, right? Not if you're in the medical field in some of the bigger fields out there. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could work construction under the table. Yeah, yeah but sure. not just medical field in like construction, like other stuff, bro. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but... Um, it's all circumstantial, you know what? Yeah, if I yeah. was told I couldn't go to work, then hell yeah, you'd be honest in my way. But then the problem's going to be, well, what after about six months of that, they're going to say, well, if you want your UBI, you're going to have to do this. And it's going to be like, it's going to be a different game. <laughs> so, so what about, bro, if, if they told you, hey, uh, Astro, um, um, we, we all realize what currency it's coming to. Uh, eventually, it's going to get digitalized. Uh, um, well, it, it already has, but it's not mandatory in terms of commodity. I don't think they thought it out, honestly. I've done a lot of research on the microchip thing. Okay, first of all, you get tumors really bad. I don't know if you know that, but you get tumors really bad around the microchip site. Yeah. Because it's unnatural, and the body's going to see it and say, what the fuck is this? Exactly. And it's going to cause uh, tumors. And uh, here's another thing is um, you want to talk about theft. Holy fuck. I bought some shit online at my aunt's house. Next thing I knew, my car was being charged all over the world. Talk about talk about theft, man. Oh, my gosh. Where Cyber is the security. security? Where is the security? Talk about meeting a Rockefeller in a dark alley. Man, I'm going for that hand, bro. Going for that hand. Yeah. All right, well, this was a pretty interesting talk. Um, as we're getting ready to wrap up, I always like to ask... Yeah people to end with some type of positive note or what something that you could leave the people with or or something that they could do to to help push back against this oppressive force that's obvious i don't know i think it's self-destructive honestly if you're not going to have a plan if you're not going to do anything 
then you're just driving yourself mad, and that's not a great place to be. Now, if you want to, if you want to be like feeling like you know, you know, empowered, like you know, you're gonna make a difference. That's fine. I mean, that's cool. But I mean, how much time do you have? How much money do you have? And how willing are you to die for that cause? Because if if you actually made any headway, you'd you'd be taken out. You'd be taken out in a heartbeat. Right. Yeah. But then again, bro, there, there have been people out there that have been taken out. William Cooper, uh, Isaac Cappy, some people speculate, Chris Cornell, Chester Bennington, who warned people about what's going on. And, and I assume that their awareness on spreading awareness about child trafficking, that has helped people in Hollywood or, or, or like all throughout the world to, to spot signs of possible human traffickers. You know? I don't think, I think it worked in reverse. I think it scared everybody in the industry. To make sure they keep their fucking mouth shut. True, I, true. I yeah, I, I, I see that. I, I see that. But then again, but then, like, uh, but it's had I, to help some like, people like though. You said about Chester Bennington and and Chris Cornell. Yeah. Anybody that knew them knew what they were trying to say. Yeah. And probably got them to shut up real quick because they thought, oh man, look at fucking Chris, man. He tried to talk some shit, man. And all of a sudden, he got capped. Bam. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, I'd like to believe that you're right. And that everybody's going to be more aware, but actually, I think they can clinch up a little more because then, like, oh, I, you know, because people have, you know, this is kind of a sad thing for me to admit, but, you know, when you have kids and a family and a house, you're a lot less of a risk taker and more of just follow the narrative, yeah. I'm just following order True. kind of person. And it's people that every now and then don't have kids or, or they don't, it's not that they don't care about their kids, but they're willing to die for their cause. Yeah. So let, 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 Isaac Cappy didn't have any kids. He said, fuck it, I'm going to go out with the bang. Kids, uh, <laughs> if he had kids, he probably wouldn't have said all the shit he did. Because he'd have been like, well, you know, I don't want my family to get hurt. But, you know, he was pretty ballsy when he came out with that shit. But then again, I don't know, that might be a crazy psyop too. You, you, you just really, this is the craziest part of any trip. You don't really know. Right. You can imagine that frazzled drip and all this stupid crazy shit you see on the internet. But you don't know. You're not there. You didn't go on any of these parties. Mm-hmm. The only person I believe is Stanley fucking Kubert. You know where he's at? He's dead. <laughs> hey, hey, bro. Wasn't wasn't that the director who who made the movie Eyes Wide Shut? And then like four days later, that fool got killed because supposedly he exposed Hollywood and and their sex schemes and the sex no, parties and supposedly called orgies. He had 22 minutes on that tape that he wanted the world to see. And, and they were all deleted. What's that? They were all deleted, right, from the movie? No, he's talking about a different video. No, it's Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. Like oh. Director's Cut. Okay, Director's Cut means that you get a final cut. Oh, so it, oh, okay, 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 I see, I see. Uh, and, to, to, and Tarantino and the big shots, they do final cut, okay? Because you don't understand, some people direct a movie, and then once they're done directing it, they just say, okay, well, I'll turn it in, and they turn it into the editor, and the editor is the one that really creates the movie. Yeah. But sometimes the, the, they have what we call director's cut, and the director says, no, 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 no. I'm going to sit with the editor, and this is going to turn out exactly the way I envisioned it. And only the big shots get to do that. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so so supposedly the story goes, and John, Tom Cruise even verified this, which is crazy, because Tom Cruise is a really interesting fellow. I've met him in real life. He's... Call, you could call him crazy, you could call him brilliant, you could call him a lot of things, but he is a fucking force of nature, I'll tell you that. Yeah, and, I guess um, we didn't we didn't even get into talking about how you were trying to be an actor and all that, but we should do that next time if you want to come on yeah, again. There's, no, there's nothing to get into, it's all an illusion, folks. It's just like George Collins said, it's, it's, it's just a dream 
and you know what happens is all these people move to LA and they end up working for the machine and they don't actually get to be the star so you end up a photographer you end up a fucking agent or a manager and you end up you end up basically uh, part of the machine instead of actually being the star because I swear to God the stars make it because the connections they people they know religion Scientology yeah. maybe there's some Luciferianism I don't know for certain I've heard some stories but you know people have a way in and it's not just oh I just got seen and I just became a star that's bullshit or, yeah. or I got talent or skill or I got good looks that's how I made it <laughs> Okay, well, I guess... because you know, there's a lot of people with good skills and good looks out there. There's yeah. a dime a dozen. Talk about models. Oh, my God. You've never seen so many attractive people in your life, yeah. and they never made it either. I mean, yeah, yeah maybe got a bit part here and there. Maybe uh, maybe gave a producer a blowjob to get a line, whatever. <laughs> but they really didn't make it, make it. You know, that's just almost unheard of. Okay, all right. Well, I guess we're going to wrap up. So I guess your to sum up, your advice would be that either if you're not really going to do shit, don't even bother. Well, yeah, and don't drive yourself nuts with all the shit you see on Instagram. It's all sensationalism. A lot of it's just sensationalism, and I had to come to that grip myself. You don't know if it's real or not. You can only assume. And if you're not going to do anything about it, then why even, why even watch the fear porn? Why even mm -hmm. confuse yourself? And why, why destroy yourself like that? It's just... I had to step away because it's just, it's just, it's just fear porn. It's really what it is. And you know, I'm, I'm just tired of the politics now too. I'm just tired of it. You know what? It's funny because I never watched politics in my life. And when COVID happened, it was like a new sport had been invented. It's like a new sport. Yeah. It's a sport of like, it's a sport of politics. You know, are you left? Are you right? You know, are you up? Are you down? It's just like crazy. I, you know, I'm just kind of, I'm just, I unplug, I turned off my Instagram. I deleted all my apps. I'm just, I'm out of it, you know, because it, it's, it's not, like you said, unless you have a plan, it's not going to do anything, and it's just going to rot your brain. Cool, cool. I can totally vibe with that, but okay. That was nice talking to you, Astro. Um, we're going to play out with the song. Um, it was very nice talking to you. This is a song, I don't, I'm pretty sure you know Terrence McKenna, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so this is a band that I discovered through YouTube that would play uh, McKenna speeches and put music in the background, so. Is it The Cure of the Dawn? No, no, it's uh, We Are Happy Plants. And the name of the song is An Incredible... Uh, and, uh, real quick, uh, I want to apologize, you know, if things got heated with uh, me and that other fellow. I don't know what his name was. I don't hey, do you mean Candace Owens? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, bro. Um, uh, one, one is a bit right. But this podcast has gained, you know, uh, being professional. For me, nothing got heated, but obviously from the outside <laughs> looking in, people can tell that because obviously in the podcast, you got to be professional. But Juan and then it's, you know, and our other buddies that we do podcasts with, they can kind of tell whenever I, I could kind of be a, a crazy Alex Jones type of guy, bro. <laughs> you know, man, but uh, to me, all in all, man, it's just about uh, to me, I just perceived it as two truthers who, who are really into what they believe in and, and who want facts to get out well, and and, and, and who got a who though, got a spine you have no you have no proof of truth other than what you've seen on television yeah. and on instagram yeah you have no proof so i have to stop you there and say you're 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 saying you're something that you couldn't possibly be now i'd understand if you were saying like oh i hung out last weekend and yeah we killed some kid and we drank their blood and, and it was a real experience that you drew on 
Yeah, I can see that, but other, truthers, that's a, that's a trap, man. Yeah, I, I guess what I mean, Astro's opinions, beliefs, bro. Yeah, you know, just just thought patterns, that's all, man. But to me, it was just you Are educating you me. person with all this truth? Huh? So I'm going I'm to end it on this conversation. Are you happy with all the truth that you've learned, and do you feel like it's helped you grow as a person? Yeah, yeah, Astro. Uh, 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 I would say that honestly, man to man, uh, not saying that so I can be right or whatever, but honestly, man to man, it has. Now, obviously, I feel like some things that I know I still don't practice because I've gotten so accustomed to a to a lifestyle that was really ignorant. But I'm, I'm still learning to grow. I'm still learning to to you know. Um, but yeah, honestly, Astro, if I would answer you 100% man to man, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. As long as it's your life, so if that's what's going to make you feel positive and constructive and, and full of love, I tell you what, hate, hate and negativity is literally a disease. Yeah, it's a disease yeah. of your mind. And I tell you what, since I've been out here traveling a little bit, and I got rid of my family, and I got rid of uh, posers that I used to know in L.A., people that just pretend to be smart and righteous and truthers and all these things. And, you know, in my life, it's literally like fucking things are just attracted to me that are positive, and it's amazing how powerful that is. You know, you're talking about, you know, I mean, it's true, the law of attraction. You know, if you want negative things, then you'll probably find yourself in a room full of guys that are like, yeah, everybody's getting raped and killed and bling, blood drinking, organ harvesting, blah, 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 blah. And if that's the world you want to live in, then hey, man, enjoy it. But if, if it's not, you know, you got to flip that fucking attitude. I know I did. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Okay, I agree. So we're gonna end it on that. So the name, of us, we're gonna play this song, uh, and then uh, stick with us for a little bit. Just a little quick couple of questions. Maybe we can talk on private, and then uh, we'll go yeah, from yeah, there. Yeah. So this is again, people. This is "We Are Happy Plants," uh, and it, the name of the song is "An Incredible Pearl." Hold on. Let me try to put it on Bluetooth. I don't know what the fuck happened. We're going to have to make a decision about human nature. To wit, is this our home to be cherished and nurtured, an incredible pearl flung out in a universe of ashes and darkness? Or is this a hell world, a tiny confining prison at the edge of a dying universe from which it is our destiny to break free and recover our higher and hidden nature from which we have become separated. You know, this is a choice which as a culture we face. Are we to go into the divine imagination and create you know, starships the size of Manitoba that will ply between here and Andromeda and exist in a world of our complete syntactical self-expression? Or is man's place humbler than that? Is that grandiose, steeped with megalomania, touched with the kind of uh, political taint that's had us raping and pillaging ever since we got out of those miserable ice-bound villages in Jutland or wherever it was? Is it that? Or is it our challenge and our destiny? It's really a choice about human nature as individuals. And I guess this is really for you personally, maybe what makes 
this all important. As individuals, we have been too willing to be taught and led when what is really out there to blow your mind is not some regurgitation of previously achieved conclusions, but experience. The world is far weirder than the maddest among us suppose. This very small flute theme called bohemianism just will not die in Western civilization. No, it's always been there. It was there before rave, before punk, before rock and roll, before jazz, before uh, the impressionists, before the romantics, back, back, back. There was always this strain of dissent because it's the lifeline of sanity. And every time the bastions of bullshittery grow weak, the bohemian thread expands its options, offers itself as an alternative. And I don't think this is an, an eternal dance of frustration. I think eventually this archaic return, which is what this bohemian thing has always represented, will be felt, will be heard. We have very little time now if I believed that salvation had to come from political institutions, I would just throw up my hands in despair. It's very hard for people sometimes to figure out whether I'm an optimist or not. <laughs> Let's get something straight here. I am the most optimistic person you have ever met. I'm absolutely convinced that there is nothing wrong and that nothing can go wrong and that nothing will go wrong and that if something needs to be done you will find yourself doing it. Peace.